Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Tyler Rowland, who does a great job covering all things with the Tennessee Titans, X's and O's expert, if you will, with the Locked On Titans. And Tyler, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing fantastic. I don't know about you guys, but you can smell the football in the air. It's here and uh, excited to not be without it until uh, next winter. So just excited to be back talking ball, and thank you guys for having me on. Absolutely, man. We appreciate you coming on because we know that there is a lot of expectation in Tennessee where you had a great year last year, people hoping that they can build upon that, uh, especially in a really competitive AFC but let's just start with Traylon Burks, because I know you've tweeted about it. You, you've talked about it. You've been covering it as well. What can you tell us about Traylon Burks since the day that they drafted him in the first round till now? What's that process been like? Well, I would tell you it's been up and down. That's the best way that I can explain it. And I would say it's been up and down starting even before the Titans draft him. Both parties, Traylon Burks and the Titans front office, have admitted that the first get-together between Burks and the Titans did not go well. It was only about 15 minutes. Of course, it's hard to really get to know somebody in 15 minutes. There are individual meetings where they were able to spend some more time together before the draft went a lot better, and the second impression was better than the first. And I would say that mirrored uh, Traylon Burks' beginning of his career with the Titans because he did suffer some some issues early on in the off-season activities in the rookie minicamp where he was kind of limited due to conditioning. They had to take him out. There was a picture of him hitting an inhaler. And, you know, anytime we're in the, the dead of the off-season, you hear the first-round rookies having conditioning problems. Well, that's something that the national folks are just going to latch on to and create a big story out of. Now, since then and starting today with the beginning of training camp, uh, general manager for the Titans, John Robinson, said that, you know, Traylon Burks has looked great. He's attacked the time that he's been with the team. The rookies report a little bit early, so they reported on Saturday. They said he's looked fantastic in the last two days. He's ready to roll. Uh, even Coach Mike Rabel said he's made great progress and he doesn't expect him to have any limitations. So, like you said, there is a lot of expectations on Traylon Burks. Not necessarily all his fault with the trade of A.J. Brown, but that's always going to be connected to him. So with that in mind, he's got a lot of people expecting a lot from him, but it looks like maybe some of those struggles that started his tenure with the Titans, hopefully we can move forward with those. Now, the team knows that the talent is there, and they had the confidence in Traylon Burks to bring him in and let A.J. Brown go to the Eagles, but... Do you feel like the fans are still having to be sold on Traylon Burks and what he can do because they were so connected to A.J. Brown and the talent that he has? And yes. I, I mean, there's no way around that. It's an obvious yes. And you do feel bad for Burks in a way because he's going to get compared to a guy who some people think is you know, a top 10 wide receiver talent-wise in the league. There's no way that you're ever going to be able to disconnect the trade of A.J. Brown and the, and the pick of Traylon Burks, they're going to be connected. And I think for the fans, you know, the, the front office can sell it as much as they want, but A.J. Brown's the most talented receiver that the Titans have ever had since they moved to Nashville. So it's hard for fans to look at everything that he did for them in clutch moments throughout his, you know, first couple of years with the Titans and, and say that the team is better now that he's gone. But uh, I, I think that Burks can uh, – uh, can give himself a, a very good opening to the fans early on in the season because his skill set would allow him to be impactful early on, even if some of the uh, more nuanced things about playing the position at the NFL level, he doesn't have down yet. 
what he does have down and what he can do on any football field at any level, I, I think can, can help him make an impact early on. And as we know, guys, what you do out on the field will speak more loudly and clearly than anything that happens in the offseason. So if he comes out and produces early on, even if it's not to year three A.J. Brown level, I think the fans will, will greet him with open arms. Well, Tyler, that, that kind of led me into my question that I had for you next is, uh, you know, the people that are going to constantly compare him to A.J. Brown, I'm not talking about those, but realistic fans, realistic expectations for Traylon Burks. I mean, what do what do fans want to see from him this upcoming year for them to feel like, okay, this makes sense, this is something that can really work out and something that's also a reasonable expectation? Yeah, well, it kind of hits on, you know, everything connects together here, conversations going so smoothly. Everything does connect together because I think what fans need to see is Traylon Burks do what he does well. You can't expect him to be a thousand yard receiver with 10 plus touchdowns looking like his junior year at Arkansas early on. But if they're able to work him in in easy situations, I think you saw in college Burks is this guy who can take a screen behind the line of scrimmage and take it 80 yards down the sideline for a touchdown. So I hope the Titans give him easy opportunities to use his yards after catchability, his size, speed, and power combination. Get him the ball on quick slants. Get him the ball on short tunnel screens, bubble screens, quick hitters out to the side, a smoke screen, and let him just go one-on-one with defensive backs and use that physical talent that he has to win early on as he develops over the years the nuances of route running and positioning and feinting and how to set up your defender. Those things take time, and there's craft to that. And the guy that's going to be able to help him with that is Robert Woods, who is one of the best in the NFL at all the nuances of playing wide receivers. So I think early on, the expectations for him, I don't want to put numbers on it per se, but if he has a consistent role in the offense doing what he does best early on, I think Titans fans will be satisfied and be happy with that. And Honestly, that's not all on him. That's how the offensive coordinator, Todd Downing, decides to use Traylon Burks. There are some concerns with Downing within the Titans fan base already, but it should be simple enough to give Burks opportunities. And the Titans love that quick play action with Derrick Henry, get the linebackers uh, you know, brought up to the line of scrimmage, and then the quick hitters right at the second level over the middle of the linebackers. And that play action system that the Titans run is advantageous for wide receivers to get them more open than they would regularly be. And that's why somebody like A.J. Brown with his physical talent and physical style did so well because he didn't have to get all of this separation yards because the offensive system creates separation for wide receivers to let them take advantage of their physical talent. So it, it is a perfect matchup between system and what Burks can do, but I think the Titans can make it easier on him early as well by giving him some easy opportunities like those screens and, and maybe some some run action as well on jet sweeps. I think all that stuff could go pretty well with what Burks can do right now and help him make an impact in his rookie year. You mentioned Robert Woods. Who are some of the other receivers that are in the mix? Because not only are the Titans replacing A.J. Brown and all his production, but they did bring in Julio Jones last season, and Uh he didn't necessarily give them the production that they expected, but that's another roster spot that you have to fill at that receiver position. Yeah, A.J. Brown and all that production, Julio Jones and just Julio Jones. Because the second leading receiver for the Titans last year was an undrafted free agent from Indiana in 2020 named Nick Westbrook-Akina, who started as just a special teams guy. He played gunner on coverage teams on punt. But he was the second leading receiver for the Titans last year. He's six foot three, over 200 pounds, a guy who's willing to block. But I don't think he's somebody that can really 
keep Traylon Burks from making an impact early on. So you have Robert Woods, but Woods is coming off of an ACL tear last year. Who knows if he'll be up to full strength by week one. And then, like I said, you got Nick Westbrook-Aquino, who's still an undrafted free agent, although he's been very successful and impressed and gone way above what people expected. He, he's not a, you know, a first-round talent like Burks is. Other than that, you have a slew of second-year or third-year guys who have been on practice squads like Desmond Patrick or Racy McMath or Josh Malone. And then you have the, the late-round rookie this year, Kyle Phillips, from UCLA. So I, I say all those names who none of your listeners should know or will know to say that Burke should be able to come in right away and get opportunities if he can stay up to speed with his conditioning, learn the offense, develop chemistry with Ryan Tannehill. There is – I try to, you know, be conservative with a rookie. But when you look at the opportunity that he has, that's why some people in the fantasy football community are very high on Traylon Burks. There is a clear avenue to him being a starting wide receiver that gets a ton of volume and a ton of work if he does all the right things early on. So there, there, there is a good chance for a very optimistic outcome for Burks this year because, quite frankly, not only is he a talented player, but the Titans don't have a lot of talent on the roster at wide receiver to keep him from being the guy. So, Tyler, also looking at the just Titans in general coming into this next season, obviously they had a really good year last year, ended a little too early for the fans, I'm sure, in the playoffs. So heading into this season, is everyone expecting them to be a better team overall? Can they take that next step, and do they have all the pieces and things in place to win a Super Bowl this upcoming year? You know, I, I think when you say win a Super Bowl, I think the reality is to win a Super Bowl, as we saw last year with the Rams, in the big moments, their biggest superstars on both sides of the ball, Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald, made plays. While I think the Titans may have, you know, a, a more consistent offense throughout the season, when you lose a guy like A.J. Brown, who, yeah, Traylon Burks can maybe come in and replace some of that, but we're talking about rookie year Traylon Burks compared to fourth-year A.J. Brown. So I think the loss of A.J. Brown, replacing him essentially with a rookie who I still have high hopes for, but again, he is a rookie. You don't want to expect too much early on. I think at the end of the day, while the Titans may be a better collection of parts because they're going to stay healthy, they have more talent at tight end, when you lose a superstar player like A.J. Brown who made big plays and big moments the San Francisco game on Thursday night football just totally changed the game with a couple of big catches in the second half. Uh, the game against Cincinnati, the Titans were down by 10. A.J. Brown makes a crazy one-handed catch with his left hand falling out of the corner of the end zone. I, I mean, those plays, you can talk about replacing the numbers. Yeah, A.J. only had around 800 yards last year, but you can replace those numbers and be a worse team at the end of the day because of the superstar impact and the gravity that a superstar player like A.J. Brown is going to have that Traylon Burke simply isn't going to have early on. So while I'm high on what the Titans have done as a collection of the parts, I think when you lose a high-end superstar like A.J. Brown, it's hard to consider that the team got better or got closer to a Super Bowl, even if I still think they are a playoff team that should win their division. I just think the high-end talent now is lesser, even if even if the, the parts that you got back give you something better overall. I think when the, when the plays need to be made, the Titans have less superstar players now, and I think that makes them less likely to win a Super Bowl than maybe in, in the previous year's past. When you think about the Titans, you think about Derrick Henry and the talent mm-hmm. that he is and always high expectations with him. We saw him get injured last year, so what does that running back situation look like behind Derrick Henry? Well, I think the running back situation is in a pretty good spot. Last year, 
The Titans went with two guys off the couch in the middle of the season. They literally weren't on NFL teams, weren't on practice squads. They went and got Dontrell Hilliard, who's more of a third down running back speed guy, catch the ball out of the backfield. And they got Deontay Foreman, who people may know from his time at Texas. Uh, Foreman looked like a, a mini version of Derrick Henry with the dreadlocks flying out of the back of the helmet, physical run style downhill. He went to Carolina for a $2 million contract, but the Titans replaced that backup Derrick Henry role with a rookie out of Michigan, Hassan Haskins, big six foot one, six foot two, physical downhill runner, had, I believe, 25 touchdowns last year for Michigan. So uh, I think the Titans obviously have faith that Derrick Henry is, is back and is going to be his old self. But I think based on what you saw last year and as Derrick Henry gets older, you have to logically look to take some of the some of the food off his plate, some of the carries off his plate. And I think a guy like Haskins has the talent and a similar running style to where he can do that. They brought back Hilliard, and then another guy who came over from San Francisco, Trenton Cannon, is going to be your third down satellite scat backs with speed. But I think Haskins can come in and take five to ten carries a game off of Derrick Henry's plate. So instead of 28, 30 carries, he has 18 to 20 carries. And hopefully with a more efficient passing game this year on a week-to-week basis with more weapons and, and a healthier roster, the Titans set the record in the NFL last year with 91 players on their roster. That's the most injuries all time. So if the Titans could be a little healthier, which should just be, you know, the odds are they're a little bit healthier than all-time injuries. Uh, I, I think that with Hassan Haskins, spelling Derrick Henry a little more than they expected from anybody last year, that can keep Derrick Henry healthy and just make the Titans a more balanced team overall. I know a player that people had some really high hopes for, or at least uh, are really interested to see how he'll play, Malik Willis, the quarterback that's got drafted by the Tennessee Titans. Uh, seemed like it was a good steal of a pick. We know Ryan Tannehill is going to be the starting quarterback heading into it, but what, what are people kind of thinking about Willis? Is he going to be looked at as that quarterback that – could take over and be the franchise quarterback for the Titans of the future? Well, I think if you're somebody who wants to see Malik Willis play, which I'm in that camp as well, I would tune in directly to Tennessee Titans preseason games because that might be the only time that you see him. The Titans are very conservative with the way that they bring along rookies and young players. Malik Willis has a ton of talent, great speed, a cannon arm, all the, all the traits that you want, as the scouts would say. But he's a guy who played him primarily shotgun his entire career in college. He needs to get better, and these are all things that have been said publicly in recent weeks. He needs to get better at the operation side of football, getting people in the huddle, commanding the huddle, getting guys lined up properly. In the amount of time that you have to to get these plays off, be able to read the defensive front, audible to a run, switch the side of the run, call a guy in motion to adjust the formation. All of those things are the things that Malik Willis is working on right now. So I don't, with with that kind of gap that Malik Willis is going to have in terms of knowledge of a of regular NFL offense, I think all the traits in the world he can have, but without that knowledge, the Titans as an organization would never put him out there. I think he's going to be third on the depth chart behind Logan Woodside, a, a guy who shouldn't even be in the NFL, quite frankly, maybe the worst backup in the NFL. So I think Malik is really going to have to take advantage of his opportunities in the preseason. I'm hoping that by the end of the year, the last six weeks of the year, they can find a way to utilize those talents. Malik Willis could have gone in the draft as a running back with the type of athleticism he has in the run game. So at minimum, you would like to see the Titans get a little bit of value out of that pick in year one by using him in goal line, uh, short yardage, red zone, 
use his athleticism and his skills in those situations. But other than some gadget plays, I wouldn't expect Malik Willis to be out on the field for the Titans in year one, no matter how good he looks, because the Titans want to bring people along slowly. And, and that operational side of things is so important to running an NFL offense. He's just got a long way to go there. Mike Vrabel is known as a good defensive coach, and uh, he was a good defensive player. And so mm-hmm. that's what he's most known for. And the Titans have played their best ball because of the way they run when the defense has been good. Now, the defense mm-hmm. has been good at times, and it's been not so good at other times. What's that defense looking like this year? Well, I think the defense is going to be the star of the show for the Titans. They went from 19 sacks in 2020 to 43 sacks in 2021 with the addition of Danico Autry, an underrated defensive lineman who's in the 30s, and then Bud Dupree, who they brought over from the Steelers. Bud Dupree uh, didn't have a very good year last year, wasn't on the field a lot as a big-time free agent signing because he was recovering from an ACL, and he admitted he went a little too hard too early, and it set him back, so he was never really able to be himself. He's full go and healthy this year to add to the to already the stud. On the Titans defensive line, you have Harold Landry as an edge rusher who just got an $85 million contract. And then you have the key to it all, Jeffrey Simmons, who has been rated the number two interior defensive lineman in the NFL behind Aaron Donald in multiple national publications throughout the offseason. I've said that uh, even going back to the end of the season last year. Jeffrey Simmons is an absolute monster. I think he's one of the top 20, 25 players in the NFL at this time that people just simply don't know. So when you have a defensive line like that, and then you have a secondary that has Kevin Byard, your first-team All-Pro safety, Amani Hooker, who was a top-three safety according to Pro Football Focus last year, Christian Fulton, a guy from LSU, has really turned into a number-one corner, and then 2021's first overall pick for the Titans, Caleb Farley, who tore his ACL last year but had two interceptions in practice on Monday, six-foot-two, 4-2 speed. I mean, if you add him in and he's healthy, the Titans have the making of a top three defense in the NFL. And I think uh, with the loss of A.J. Brown and the dynamicism that he brings, I think the Titans are going to need the defense to, to be one of those top three defenses in the NFL if they do want to be. The only way the Titans could turn into a Super Bowl team, in my opinion, is if the defense just goes nuclear. And they do have the talent to do it, especially up front on the defensive line. Well, Tyler, man, we appreciate you coming on. Talk a little Titans, talk a little Traylon Burks with us. We know that uh, you're excited just like we are to get the football season underway just a few weeks away, man, so it's a lot of fun for us. But we appreciate you hopping on with us, man, and enjoy the upcoming football season, all right? Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. There's nothing better in this world than football, and we are so, so close. Thanks for having me on, guys.